Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week, including squirrels, of course. Mm-hmm. We've got to have squirrels. Uh, we've got a man who loves a notepad, he loves stats. Uh, fancast writer Richard Hobbs. Oh, good evening, everyone. Uh, and we're also back first podcast of the season. We say, I know, slacking. Yeah. Slacking, yeah. Flu, damn flu. I've been the flu, yeah. Need to get in. Yeah, that's it, the power through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Freelance journalist Rob Fletcher is with us as well. Uh, so on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about Reading and Bolton. Just a bit of quick news for you. Uh, we mentioned last week about we needed your help uh, for the next few weeks. Um, last year, you might remember, we were nominated for... Uh, best podcast at the Football Blogging Awards 2013. Uh, well, it's already been 12 months, so the awards are back again. Um, if you like what we do on Wolves Fancast, if you like the podcast you listen to, the video interviews, Twitter, any, any jokes we've attempted to make, um, then please. Forget that bit. Forget yeah, that. <laughs> uh, then please do drop us a vote. Uh, go to our website, wolvesfancast.com, or go to footballbloggingawards.co.uk to find out more about how you can vote. If you go on the website, all you need to do is uh, click on the vote now button. Um, enter Wolves Fancast under the category podcast. Enter um, <coughs> <out>. yeah. <laughs> uh, for Richard who's going for the new uh, Best New Blogger uh, award as well. Uh, Keen Richard Hobbs under the new category. Put your name and your email address in. What that will do when you press vote, it will send you an email to that email address obviously. Yeah, just got to confirm it. And you need to click on the link in that email to confirm the vote. If you don't click on the link, it won't confirm the vote. Just for anyone I've noticed a few people I've um, who have voted for me very kindly. Um, if you've got a Hotmail account, sometimes it goes into your junk mail, but it's completely safe and above yeah. board. Just yeah, click on it. Please, <laughs> seriously, please vote. Yeah, I, I'm genuinely right, relying on everyone to vote for me. <laughs> well, we're so grateful for everyone who voted for us last year, and yeah. if you are voting for us this year. But if you do like what we do, please drop us a vote here. Uh, Wallsfancast.com or footballbloggingawards.co.uk to find out more. So we'll go straight into Bolton. Wolves picked up a 1-0 win at the weekend thanks to a newer dicker header and a, a penalty save from Akimi. But the start of the show has to be the squirrel. Yes. The squirrel that came on. <laughs> I was watching it thinking, what is that? <laughs> Great darting ones. Best play for Bolton first off. So, Did um, you hear what the South Bank were chanting when he came? When sign him up. There's only one awesome Wenger. <laughs> He's <laughs> got a squirrel's head. That's yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did it get in? I was trying to think. There's, it's hard to actually get in the Molyneux from outside. So that's kind of impressive in itself. Let alone actually most yeah, of our I mean, defense. I don't think you like came through the tunnel. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, everyone. It's just, like, um, just got a dropped in from West Park on the way to the shot. I mean, you don't know, do you? Maybe it's like one of those movies where it got in the night before and it just, just happened to get through doors as people were closing them. And... <laughs> it, it could have been a fantastic kind of beach ball Sunderland incident if it had, the yes. ball had gone near it at the I, time. I actually said to my dad, who was with, what happens if it hits the squirrel and goes in? Does it count? Does, did the medics come off the squirrel? I don't... <laughs> the club vet. <laughs> <laughs> Some random guy just yeah. um, in 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 light of that, we asked uh, people on social media for the best squirrel wolves puns. Mm. They got a bit tenuous. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to admit. So let's go through through them. Um, at Jake A Williams says Michael Gray. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Uh, at Ol- not Oliver Butler, who I believe is Oliver Butler. Yeah. Uh, in goal, Mike Squirrel. Yeah, works. Mm. Uh, Al Moses, Michael Branch. Squirrel Branch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give it that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Andy Smith three oh four seven. Bob Hazelnut. I just thought of a horrendous one. I'm not sure if it's on there. Paul Nutler. 
Paul Nutler is on there <laughs> from a Jason Guy at Wolves Premier. But the best one of the day, which we only got about an hour before we were recording this podcast, is from Adam Heath 86, Sylvanian Families E Banks Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it cringy, but it's the best one <laughs> by far. Um, so send us in any squirrel puns you've got um, at WWFC Fancast on Twitter. Uh, let's go back to the game then. Um, first good good half, first half. Not so good. Not so good second <laughs> half. Um, I want to talk about Lee Evans first thing because I know Richard, you've written a blog about yeah. it. For, I mean, in the game in general, fantastic. It, some of the passes across the he picture were great. Brilliant first half. Uh, tenacity on the ball. Yeah, was fantastic. He's really kind of grown into this world now. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I think we all sort of were a bit not sure how well he would be at championship level. And it's taken him a few games to find his feet. But I know from what I heard against Blackpool when he got rested along with um, Sacco, he didn't seem to lack the same fluidity. Came in against Charlton, kept the ball so well that game. And then on Saturday, yeah, you say, there was about a t- five, ten minute spell where... He just kept pinging the ball out to the right every time. Mm. Didn't miss one. It was perfect. Perfect. It was fantastic. And you say one of the things you can maybe question his game is his tackling and if he's, let's say, up for a fight. If you really feel that way about football, but you say he put in a, he was putting his, putting a foot in, and like against someone like Jay Spearing, who again isn't really a shrinking violet. Mm. Um, yeah, he was great. Yeah. Um, they say uh, he had a couple of shots as well. I was yeah. re- I was he, saying, was, he had a shot in the first half, which did, just yeah. went wide, which and I think he, everyone thought was going. Uh, yeah, in. and he had he had one in the second, um, which got saved as well. Um, mm. Yeah, they say really seems to have kicked up a gear in the last um, few weeks. To follow on from that, I mean, you mentioned in your blog the other day about how he's come on leaps and bounds since last year. Little yeah. plug there. Little yeah, there. just thought I'd put that in. The future's think. bright, the future's heavens. There you go. Don't forget to vote. That was um, genuinely <laughs> the best Tyler could think of. It was going to be heaven's heavens, but I thought, I'm above that. <laughs> I'll be honest, when he first got to the team last year, I wasn't his biggest fan. Mm. I thought he's he's a little bit overrated and he was trying to do a little bit too much, say, Hollywood balls, which are now actually working out to be at proper Hollywood balls. Yeah. <laughs> how how has he got this good so it's, quick? Yeah. It's just it's quite incredible the transformation he's made in just twelve months be, from being a player that was wasn't really highly rated to a player that is now a big part of our mm. midfield yeah. and a big part of the team. I'm guessing for him, his form does seem to have coincided in the last couple of weeks anyway, with um Tommy Rowe coming back to fitness and George Savile sort of mm. both competing for his uh, place and I think mm. That might actually have something to do with that. Actually, he knows he's actually got to put in a great performance because we've spent a million pounds on someone who can play in his position. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, let's talk about um, Carl Akimi, the penalty save. Let's talk the penalty firstly. Was it a penalty? From yeah. I think it probably was, yeah. wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah. I think yeah. the same feeling as I had with um, Bat on his penalty um, a couple of weeks ago at Blackburn. Even if it isn't a penalty, it's still quite poor defending. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this time, I don't think you can have too much argument about no. it. Rob, you mentioned before we were recording that you're a bit worried. Danny Bart, two in a row now. That's two me. home games in a row. It, yeah. it, it was, it's a similar kind of penalty as well. He, it, he's let the man get the better of him and he's kind of lunged in, just hoping he's going to get the ball. He's, he's, I mean, he's quite good at a slide and tackle, isn't he? He is, I think, yeah. yeah. But you say you are... You know, a foot away from getting it wrong and giving away a penalty. Yeah, the yeah. Time. Um, I mean, Stearman's come out in the Express and Star. Was it yesterday? And he's he's backed him, saying he's not going to let it get to him. He's not going to uh, get let it get to his head. Mm. 
But is it something the coaching staff need to look at possibly mm. and just say, look, Danny, try and stay on your feet as much as you can, just yeah. to quote real work, work workings there. Take, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I think um, just to take off a little bit of the blame off, but I think Matt Doherty, because he went up um, on a run just before it, and if you sort of look back at the highlights, he's not even in the camera shot from you know, from the highlights because he's still jogging back, and it does leave back that bit more exposed. Um, but you say it was a it was poor on his heart behalf, but he's you know everyone knows he's not the quickest of defenders. Um, he's he's he is going to get caught out on occasion like that. And Beckford's decent centre forward. It's mm. gonna it's gonna happen. Same with um, Rhodes as well. To exactly. Fair, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's sort of a sign that he's not very good. Just he's not that quick, mm. I guess, and he got caught out. He's again. not as you could then argue he's not as experienced taking no. on these bigger names. Yeah. yeah. Strikers yeah. at this level, obviously I'm not trying to compare Rhodes to Ronaldo, but no, at this level they just, are a bigger name. They've just got a bit more now about them that they yeah. kind of will know where they need to put their body. If if you go if you go lunging into a box, if you don't get it right, you're gonna give away a penalty, you know, and Rhodes especially for that the penalty a few weeks back, um, did sort of just make sure he got his body away between mm. him and the ball and yeah. Akimi but, with the save, double save, good yeah. save. Although I have to admit, the sec the rebound, he kind of basically hit it back at him. Yeah. He had a hole. He very had half it. the goal. Yeah. <laughs> if you can hit it one place, it is not there, is it? Um, but you say, I mean, saving a penalty. I know that you, you could say good or bad penalty, but he still saved a shot from twelve yard. You know, it's, you can't ever discredit a goalkeeper mm. for saving a penalty. So, uh, Nuidiko uh, again with the goal. Um, got he got. Like, such a small guy, mm. <laughs> he jumped up quite yeah. high to, to get get the header. Yeah, um, like a salmon comes to mind. For, I think. <laughs> someone who did their dissertate, um, uh, seven thousand word dissertation on jumping. Um, I feel that this is my. Why you write seven thousand words on jumping? You don't want to know. Oh, okay. It's I could forward it to you, but it's not an interesting. Here's, here's a hypothesis of a jump. <laughs> yeah, it was up uh, and then down again, and then yeah. up again, and then down again. I, genuinely, I had to film people just jumping five times up in a row and then doing five jumps with a run up it was genuinely as interesting as that some people think the jump is a miss <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is it true we explore why yeah. <laughs> this week on channel 5 yeah. <laughs> it does sound like a channel 5 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh god how do you get a 2-1 no, 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 no it'd be you'd be jumping with Louis Theroux that'd be the oh, <laughs> that'd be a documentary you'll go watch. to somewhere like um, Kazakhstan where there's a guy who can, can't jump it's, it's literally impossible <laughs> Um, and there'll be some kind of America who could super jump. He can jump a towards a uh, house or something like that. The UK's top 100 jumps, hosted <laughs> yeah. by Jimmy Carr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, um, back to jump. Um, yeah. For Dicko, um, from my rough knowledge of jumping, God, this is sad. Um, he does have imp- he does have impressive thighs, doesn't he? And mm. that's sort of where most of your power comes from, same as his shots. Um, he doesn't rest on leg day, does he? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, and great leap. Mm. Um, I say because Mills and the other defender, David. I don't know how you pronounce mm. the name, but he's not going to be listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, I say got what did what needed to be done. Mm. Great goal. On the opposite, then the second half, I thought it was quite poor. First yeah. touches were quite poor. The thing that bugged me about the second half was our ability to counter attack. I've noticed this season we just don't counter when mm. the opportunity's there. There's a lot of times where Bolton put men forward, we got the ball off them, where you had a 
open pitch to run at them. Wolves decided to walk the ball and play it slowly and put it to people where, you know, you had Henry and Sacco available. Where if you go, right, Henry, there's the ball, run down the wing. Yeah. It, it just, that just didn't happen. I don't understand Wolves' mentality. Do, do you think off. it's possibly something Jack had said? I mean, last year, mm. you give a position like that, they're going to counter-attack, mm. they're going to go forward. Maybe he said something, look, you haven't got to counter-attack every time because mm. in this division, if you get caught... Yeah, there's a good get, chance yeah, the you get counted yeah. on the account. You know, yeah. so, Don't yeah. get me wrong, there was a couple of times where Wolves did play it slowly and it looked like they were trying to find the areas to open them yeah. up. But there were obvious times where I thought, like, for example, which is something else I'll pick up on now, we brought Savile and Row on in the second half. It seemed mm. to mm. mess up the fluidity of the midfield. Yeah, which somebody they... mentioned about uh, Blackpool as well, which happened yeah. with uh, Savile. Some of the, their t- first touches weren't very good. And the main thing, why have we not brought Van Lepower on? Instead of Sacco yeah. or Henry, so then go right. Henry. You've got the energy. You have the ball. Run down. Mm. It might have been a different decision if it was two nil yeah. rather than one nil. He's probably looking at that, thinking if I if I bring on Van Lepara instead of a defensive player mm. now, and they go and score and mm. equalise, I'm going to get the flak from this. I'm mm. going to get in trouble for this. So maybe it's a safe option. He's gone the safe option because if if you're going to try and defend a one nil, you're going to want to bring players like Rowe and Savile on. Mm. And if it doesn't work out, he said, well, I've done all I can. I've brought my defensive players on. Mm. So we didn't get the result we wanted. That's why. But I can see your point. I mean, it is a shame because we know how good we are on the counter as well. We mm. know how quick we can be and the, the quality we've got going forward. So mm. it is a bit frustrating to see that now. Mm. Uh, I think we were lucky not to let Bolton back in. Apart from yeah. the penalty, of course, I know we <laughs> saved it. But mm. they, they had, I know we stopped them really, but a better team. I mean, I mean, Rob talked about this before. A better team, a Forest, mm. yeah. let's say, could have made more pay. Open a bit more, yeah. Which would be interesting to see if when we take on those teams. Yeah, I mean, be. I'm not sure. Sort of when we play a sort of better team, if we sort of does bring in someone like Savile, who is predominantly much more of a tackler as mm. such, and will break down and play a bit more than Evans and McDonald. Who, I mean, our, our game at the moment is based on keeping the ball mm. and. You know the opposition aren't going to score if we have a ball. Simple as that. But against a better team, they're more likely to have a bit more of a mm. ball. You say, I think as long as Carl Akimi keeps playing the way he's playing, you know we should have a good chance. Mm. Leon Clark, oh, Clark, who came on the second half, um, near Dicko, who had a bit of a, a tight hamstring. He, yeah. There's no news of Dicko being injured, so the presumption is he's. he's yeah, because I mean he pulled up okay. about about thirty five minute mark I think and carried on scored, and say carried on after scoring and then at half time Dwan Clark. So mm. I guess it can't be too bad if he carried on, um, but it might have just seized up a bit in mm. at half time. And there's two ways you can look at Leon Clark's performance in the second half. There's the the usual feeling that people are saying he's not very good. He didn't play very well. I'm actually steering more to the. He didn't get the ball very much. No. So we didn't really have he a... Didn't. And he's a completely different player to Dicko. Dicko will mm. hound people. He is mostly the target man of, I will wait until I get into... I might, yeah, I might chase someone, but I'll wait mm. until I get into that position. And the times he did get the ball, he did hold it up and yeah. lay off something to then start a movement. Yeah. So, you know, you say, Clark needs ball to feet. You can't mm. play... If you play a yard to the side of Clark, he is going to just look at you like, mm. you you know, whereas Dicko, he'll chase it down. Mm. You say I think second half we didn't tactically get it right, and mm. we 
Clark didn't really fit the system that we were pl- just playing, and it was working. Um, but you want you want Clark in the box, and you want crosses. Yeah, that you was one thing. To feel like Clark did very well, and I mean, he had he had a shot blocked, I think, and it went out for a corner. It wasn't a clear cut chance or anything, but he was actually unlike Dicko, he was he did spend most of his time in the middle of the park. Mm. Um, you say, I think if well, I don't know. He might not be good enough for this level. Mm. I don't, I've, you know, if you look at his record, he's never really done it at championship level. But it doesn't really help if you don't play the way he needs to play to. Mm. Say commentary last season, where when he left, he was top goal scorer in the league. He also had Callum Wilson doing all the dog work for him. Mm. So, say he he didn't get actually that much of a chance to prove anyone wrong. Mm. I think that was a bit of a shame. Um, yeah. Uh, does that kind of scare us a bit with Dicko that you know if he gets injured, it could he could we have a bit of a? I know we've got Macalinden, but we've Clark. Is he up to this level? We've got no one really. It's it, it's, again, it's horrible to say. I know Macalinden's yeah. there, but you haven't got someone as you just get very scared if Dicko did get injured and we don't bring anyone in. It brings us back to the ongoing topic of we need another striker. Yeah. Every week we're saying the same thing. The papers are saying the same thing. It's got to happen. I think it's got mm. to happen mm. sooner rather than later because, like you said, if Dicko's injury was worse on Saturday, mm. hamstring, you're talking six weeks, mm. possibly yeah. something like that, you can't survive with just Clark and McElinden mm. on their own. You need someone who is proven at this level. Like you said, Clark isn't exactly mm. proven at this level. He has scored at this level, but mm. not, not prolific, prolific enough mm. for what we're looking for this no. season. So it again highlights that we do need to bring someone in, hopefully sooner rather than later. Mm. Yeah. And it's probably going to be a Premier League kid, hmm. yeah. which is what the kind of the talk is at the moment. Yeah, I mean, nothing's happened from uh, Mayuka, who we covered last week. Yeah. It, hmm. it's a sort of after we covered it, I don't know what the club. <laughs> <laughs> so the day after, just nothing's came up from that. I don't know if he's in talks with other clubs at the same time. Hmm. And but yeah, we do. I, we do need to bring someone in, even if it's just to give a bit more competition hmm. for Dicko at the end of the day, because there's going to be a point where he's looking round and thinking, well. The gaffer's not going to bring me off mm. because who's he going to bring on? Mm. So, I'm, yeah. One name I saw mentioned um, interestingly in the Express and Star after the day was uh, Stephen Fletcher. That was yeah. an interesting. I'm not quite sure how well that would go down. See, I mm. saw that on Molyneux Mix post, and there's a part of me that thinks because he's injured still, isn't he, at the minute? If he was fit, how exciting! He, would, I know this whole, this whole yeah. head's gone thing, but I think there's a part of me that thinks. He had the, he wanted to play Premier League football. Yeah. He probably he had to force enough. the move through, as controversial as that sounds. Stephen Fletcher up front again with Sacco and Van Lepara and Henry or whoever. He would, he would get yeah. You, you, yeah. You'd, just be, you'd be in dreamland. You would be. I mean, first of all, he's got a great last name. Let's not forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it all comes down to. I'm sure if he scores on his first game, the fans will just completely forget yeah. about what happened yeah. and we'll be back to normal. I mean, he's not getting into the Sunderland team when he is fit. No. Is that, no. So, and the fact that we've been linked to Dan, Danny Graham, who's one below him, I would have thought. Yes, yeah, probably. Be, yeah. Yeah. It makes you think, why uh, would he go back down to the Championship? That's mm. Well, if he's, he's trying to get some fitness back, yeah. if he's been injured, then yeah, that's probably the best move for him. For him. Yeah. yeah, he knows the club, yeah. he knows the area, he knows some of the players still. Hmm. The only other club he might go to is Burnley, but obviously they can't because it's outside mm-hmm. the loan window. So it's a possibility. It's a possibility. He, he, yeah. he'd, he'd get tons of goals in the championship, mm-hmm. wouldn't he? I mean, he got one in three through us in mm-hmm. Premier League, and we were in a bad, good. bad team. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> the only thing you could think of is with the whole kind of the, the regime that's gone before with players. Would he mm-hmm. be seen within that? 
regime. But oh, Stephen Fletcher in the championship, <laughs> back in the warship <laughs> would be fantastic to see. Um, so, well, I'm just going to go over some comments we had on Twitter from the game. So, thanks for tweeting in, uh, Adam Miller. I believe from your friend yes. Amelia. Uh, super first half, but dipped in the second. Still a good game. Uh, Rich Benny eighty one. Uh, Lee Evans had a super first half. Has improved so much. Weren't the same team with Savile alongside McDonald in the second. Uh, Steve Koenig uh, hard earned three points. Goal difference in the league table illustrates Wolves need a striker, not a squirrel. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brad Wilco one says fantastic first half. Faded away um, in the second with a few bad passes, but improved nearing final minute. All in all, it was a scrappy win, but sometimes you need you mm-hmm. need that, even at home. I mean, it's another win, another clean sheet. Yeah. You know, three points. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, the final point, um, which I still don't understand to this day, I was in the Billy write-up, or the Billy Quiet, as everyone likes to point out. Um, went to the loo at half-time, walking back. Three girls who were obviously on a Hindu, one of them American. Now, don't get me wrong, I love wolves, but why would you go on a Hindu? <laughs> In Wolverhampton or in Wolverhampton or we're going to sit in the Billy Rice Upper, which is obviously notoriously probably the quietest part of Molyneux, to have a mini Hindu. So if you were one of those three girls, please let us know. (laughs) And the American, did you like Wolves? Did you like Wolverhampton? Let us know. So it's the final part of the podcast already. We're going to preview the game at the weekend against Reading on Sunday, which is on Sky. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. It's a lunchtime kick-off, I think, about quarter past one. Yeah, um, No, it's the first time Wolves have played Reading since 2009. Oh, on the 27th of January. Uh, we lost 1-0. Neil Collins' own goal, I think. It was. Mm. Neil Collins' own goal after 60 seconds. And then was sent off near the end of the match for a round with the linesman. Standard Neil Collins. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. The last you time... asked me any player who did this, I've gone, yeah, it's Neil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last time we beat uh, Reading was back in 2005 on the 30th of April away as it again mm. 2-1. So, yeah. um, with that in mind, at that game against Reading in 2009, I want you to try and guess the starting lineup. But We're going to do a kind of uh, amended play your cards right version. Where we're going to take it, you're going to take it in turns to guess the lineup. If you get one wrong, then the next person has to start from the start and try and guess the lineup. Right. You going to get what I mean? Um, I am going to say I will give you a massive ten bonus points if you can get one of the people in this team because I, a, didn't realise he even played for us and completely forgot about them as well. I think I might know who that is already. So I you know. might win. So we'll go with Richard to start off okay, just in case. Yeah. So, sorry. so it's 2009. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's a classic 4-4-2. It's January. January. So we're going okay. from um, goalkeeper and defence midfield striker. Obviously, you know what one of the players were. Because they scored a damn goal. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that, yeah. So, um, uh, so in goal. Hennessy to start with. Hennessy in goal, yeah. Foley. Yeah. Stearman. Yeah. Now, who would have... The other one, obviously. Collins. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of who was um, the other centre-back. Okay, who played left-back for us that season? Ella Kobe was injured. Um, Hill? I'm going to have to go to uh, Rob now to start off again. So, from the start. So, Hennessy, Foley, Stearman, Collins... You don't realise how tense it's now going here. <laughs> oh, um, I've um, got a knife and I'm cutting butter with it. Come on. Who in the world? Stephen Ward? Yeah, oh, yes. God. That's <laughs> the obvious yeah, choice. The converted left back. Um, so we are now in midfield. Kitely? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl Henry? 
Yeah. This is the one that's a gamble. Yeah. Uh, the one that Owen short. Nigel Quasi? Yes. Oh, oh out of the bag. <laughs> um, and the bag. I'll say it at home from here. <laughs> uh, Jarvis on the yeah. left. And up front. Um, I'd go for Ebanks. Yeah. And um, not sure if he's injured at this time. Let's go Uwalumo. I'm going to have to go back to oh. Richard from the start. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was. Now I've got to remember the... Yeah. That <laughs> okay, so Hennessy, Foley, um, Stearman, Collins, Ward, yeah. Jarvis, Henry, Quasi, Jarvis, Evanks, Blake. Oh, God. I'm going to have to... You're going to rush me, aren't you? Um, you've said Jarvis twice. Did I? Yeah. We'll let him have that. We'll, 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 we'll let you have, have it. Right. Let yeah, have it. Have that, yeah. Um, so... We had who his, played up front yes. that day? So you've said one, and you said yeah, said Banks. Banks. So who's the other uh, centre forward? Um, There's people at home going. It was so yeah. <laughs> shout some, louder, shout some, louder. So much harder with the lights. Yeah. Um, Somebody in their office now going. Oh. Yeah. Um, this game will go on for a while. Adam Frowlock. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't Keo. Was it, it was Keo. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah. So um, if you look at that team. Wolves technically still have two players now. From five years ago. From five years wow. ago. Obviously, Folo, F- Folo, Foley in a group three. Mm. And Steeman now is the only regular player on that team. Wow. Which is quite surprising. Mm. So, uh, Reading mid-table at the moment. Uh, they've got Nigel Atkins in charge. Uh, Simon Cox, I believe, yes. is their top scorer. Yeah. Before uh, They've won the last three games on the bounce. Um, they've just been took over by some Thai owners, mm. I believe, mm, yeah, which yeah. their current co-chairman has said has effectively saved the club, which I didn't realise there were in no, any kind of ways in the first place. Um, do we know anything else about Reading, really? Quite unpredictable. Probably the fact that we bought nearly half the team yeah. a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. As I say, sort of their last few games have sort of been win, loss, loss, win, 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 loss. It's fair. Yeah, Definitely a mid-table side, I think, mm. nowadays. Um, not really the force they were back mm. in 2009, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, so we've got Simon Cox at front and Oliver Norwood. Um, from, I think he was at Huddersfield last season, did quite well. He's quite a good player, actually. Yeah. I quite like Norwood, yeah. yeah. Aside from that, don't really know much about them these days. No, I think you're, you're probably right in saying they're a mid-table team. If they're a team that you look at and you think, Reading, they're, they're a good side, but th- no, they were a good side yeah. a few years ago. Nowadays, they're more like... Yeah, they 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 might they might make a late run for the playoffs, but they're probably going to finish about what tenth, eleventh, yeah. something like that. Not go up, but not go down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of the team then for Saturday? Obviously, they've been given a break now because we've got no midweek games at the moment. Um, do we go? Is it going to be a, the standard um, for you know the standard team we've got? Maybe Van Lepara back in for Henry, or just keep mm. it the same? I mean, Henry was very good again mm. um, on Saturday, so I'd feel a bit sad if. He went out if he lost his place in the team. Um, so I don't think anyone really deserves to be dropped as such. So. Did we hear about what happened to Jacobs on Saturday? No, was he injured he, or just He not played in, in the under 21s yeah. last night, didn't he? Yeah. At uh, Molyneux. But um, there was no injury, as far as they said on Twitter. But again, you know, Henry's come back in now. But yeah. Jacobs has not only been on the bench, but out the radar completely with mm. how well he did last season. Yeah, absolutely. That's the difference, though. Henry and Jacobs both came on against Cardiff. Ed Jacobs, Jacobs didn't do anything. Henry looked very lively. The next time we were at home, he got Henry got forty five minutes, impressed, and then mm. he's kicked on from there really. Um, whereas Jacobs, it really hasn't come off for him, and he started against Blackpool and didn't 
do much. Um, I think he's got to understand that it's... And I think he probably will, because he's been in this situation mm. at Derby, that there are good players in this team. He's a good player, I'm not saying he's not, mm. but there are better players in this team than last year. And there's, apart from one or two places, there's no guaranteed starters, if you know what no, I mean. There's mm, a lot, we've got a lot of depth. Yeah, especially in midfield mm. as well. That's the thing, he's... Depends on where he classes best position, because I'd say he's more of an attacking midfielder. So he's sort of, you know, so he's effectively competing against Edwards, Evans, effect really Savile, Rogue for one for three in midfield, and you know that's quite daunting for him, I guess. Would you would you consider putting him out on loan, just Ooh, for a month somewhere? That's a bold statement, isn't it? Well, I'm, I mean, from Wolves' perspective, they're that confident. That yeah, would be a like I said, if he's not making the eighteen, and then we've got players that can be on the bench since, or in the first team mm. rather than Jacobs, would it be more beneficial seeing him mm. going somewhere like some a good League One team just just to keep his match yeah. fitness yeah. going? Because yeah. personally, I'd rather see him playing competitive football than being in the under twenty one. It's like uh, Jack Price because didn't he just get married? Ma- match match, yeah. He had was a great game match? at Yeovil. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. said he had a he ran, ran the game, which is which is great. Yeah. There's other players like Ethan Ebanks Landon. Who is a good youngster? You would have thought mm. should he not should not be getting some game time somewhere That's else. Rare. Yeah, but it's a good point though. You know, and what what a what a thing to say you can loan out is Jacobs. It, it's it's not a bad position to be. No. Is it really? Yeah, you can say that. Um, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd I'd want him to go out, but I'd want one of those twenty four hour recall keep the receipt. Yeah, 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 it would be a definitely sort of emergency loan. That's it. Yeah, long, yeah. Uh, long yeah. period of time. Yeah, yeah. Don't take him too far, just in yeah. case. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously keep Deco up front if he's if he's fit. If he's fit yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we've got um, Huddersfield midweek on a Wednesday next week. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if then he's not dropped, but you know, it's, it's changed, rotated, yeah. that sort of Three games in six days, isn't it? Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Again. Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. That's, so. that, I, could, I could see um, a few players being dropped maybe for Wednesday. Mm. I think mm. they're going to look at the three games. I think Reading away. Huddersfield at home and then the following Saturday I can't Wigan Wigan which is which Wigan. is going to be a big game well you'll think that if they do do that they're going to prioritise the, the home games yeah. yeah but then the only problem with Reading is it's on the telly hmm. and then will they think well we want to put on the show we, for the are cameras. we ever good on the telly we're we've accepting this and we've moved on so yeah. <laughs> I bet every club thinks this about but, oh we're never any good on the telly but it genuinely is true of Wolves <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So standard standard team then. For yeah, I think yeah. so. I think yeah. keep it the same team this weekend, and even if we might have to change it, I think Huddersfield. I'd say uh, predictions then for Saturday, Rob. Let's start with yourself. Um, I'll go one apiece. One apiece. Goal. Goal scorer. Sacco. Sacco. Richard. I'm going to go two one. Two one. Um, with. I'm going to put it out there. And say back to score, and yeah. also Van the Power there. I'm going to be controversial and say I think we're going to lose. Oh. I don't know what it is, but I think we're going to. Reading will last year on the bounce. We seem a bit iffy if we have pressure put on us. Have they got enough firepower there? Let's say we're away. I think I think it'll be close loss. And I hope we don't lose, of course, but um, I think it'll be two-one loss during Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we'll get it on the home games and yeah, yeah, get back to Happy normal. Happy days again, yeah. back to normal. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We're not going to be here next week because the game, the uh, Huddersfield falls on a Wednesday. We won't have enough time to do a podcast in between Huddersfield and Wigan, which is on the Saturday. What a game Wigan's going to be! Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be. Andy, yeah, yeah. Andy Delort, is it? Will he be there? Yeah. 
Apparently, he's been useless so far. Oh, yeah. Okay, which good. Is, which yeah. is great. Until yeah. he comes to Molyneux. Of course, of course. Yeah, he'll yeah, score yeah. that trick. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's been saying, why won't you sign him up? That's <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back um, in a couple of weeks post-Wigan to review that game. Uh, if you can drop us a vote for the Football Blogging Awards 2014, please do uh, footballbloggingawards.co.uk or go on our website, wallsfancast.com to find out more. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Follow us on Twitter at WWFCFancast, uh, Facebook, Walls Football Fancast Show and like. Um, and for this week, it's bye from Rob. Goodbye. Bye from Richard. Don't forget to throw in goodbye. Hey, bye from Richard, by the way, yeah. Yeah, please do. For <laughs> um, yeah. And it's bye from me. See you next week. Or two weeks, sorry. <laughs>